0: hey y'all welcome to beyond just christian Podcasts. my name is brenna and i have a serious question for you are you ready for 2022 because i don't know about you but i'm feeling 2022 can anyone guess the lyric if you know what that song is please comment seriously just do it we all love taylor swift here come on and she just released her album remake like you know how she remade her songs last year oh my gosh they were beautiful they were amazing but yeah 2022, what's up, baby? All right, so if you've never been here before, my name is Brenna. I don't know if I already said that, I'm kind of ditzy, bear with me. But welcome to Beyond Just Christian Podcast, guys. Now, for this episode, I have something exciting today. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. That's right, baby. So, I don't want to keep saying baby, I don't know if you feel offended them calling you a baby. I can call you babe, I can call you a lady, ladies and gents. I don't know what you want to be called for real but if you are here today, it's because you show some kind of interest in New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for what 2022 has for us. Last year was a year of discomfort, but growth and maturity, and I'm so ready for this year. Now, let's get into it. All right, y'all, before we start our podcast here, I'm going to read a Bible verse for you guys because, of course, Beyond Just Christian Podcast is not my podcast about any scripture. So, of course, we it's mandatory. We got to do it. So the verse I chose that I thought would be good for this episode was from James chapter 2, verses 14 and 17. You're probably thinking, Brenna, where's uh, verses 15 and 16? Um, They're really important, don't get me wrong, but these two verses just stuck out to me the most, and I think they could be applied to this Podcast very well. So what it says, verses 14, 17, what good is it if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? So you see, faith by itself is not enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now I really love that verse because again, faith without good works is dead. If you say you have faith, but don't show it with how you respond to life and your actions what good is it? You know? So if it doesn't produce anything, it's not really just faith. It's just a a wishful thinking kind of mindset. It's just a happy, lollygaggy kind of dream, you know? So if you don't put the work to that dream or in that goal, it's useless. It's not going to produce anything. If you sit there in a gym and say you went to the gym, did you really get a workout? No. Now, Grant, is for some of you guys, that might be an issue. Um, I wouldn't recommend sitting in the gym. People might get a little pissed at you, especially if they want the machine you're just sitting there. <laughs> um, but no, you know, get what I mean, though? Because I feel like that verse really, really sits well with this one because, well, you could say you have all these goals, but if you don't actually put in the effort, you're not going to be able to achieve those goals. Now, I also chose a quote that I really, really liked and I heard it years ago, and I kind of forgot what it was, so I just kind of paraphrased it But I found it. It's from Benjamin Franklin. One of the things that he said that was a really wise saying that I think we all can agree with is, motivation is when your dreams put on work clothes. I'll say it one more time. Motivation is when your dreams put on work clothes. Now, if you literally work for your dreams with that motivation you got, you'll produce really good results. And I love that quote for that good reason. All right. So moving on into this actual podcast, because I know y'all want to actually hear what my goals are. Now, I just want to say first off, when it comes to setting goals for yourself, you are setting those goals for yourself. Now, I know most of the people listening to this podcast probably want to hear what my goals are. Um, first of all, It's cool that you're here. I really appreciate your views and your audience and, you know, the things that got going on for me right now. Like, you guys bring me so much joy, so thank you for that. But my goals may not be your goals. Now, it is fun to compare, don't get me wrong. It's so fun to listen to other people's goals for the new year because I personally do it all the time too. But don't feel bad if this goal is not in your uh, zone right now. It's not, like, in your mind right now. Or maybe you can't fully get this goal to work for you. I don't know. I'm not trying to like say you can't do it or anything. But my goals are meant for me. They're not meant for other people. It's because of my health, my mindset, my, my spirit that I'm trying to please and work through. It's not yours. But if you want to take any of these ideas for yourself and you are like, hey, this is a great idea. I should try doing that. I highly recommend because some of my goals are for everyone else too. Or maybe you could just relate to it and you're like, aha, we have the same goal and the same set of mind. We may not be reaching for the same exact level, but hey, we're both going on the same path, sort of, you know? But now my first tip uh, for reaching your goals is first off, don't call it a goal, okay? Just do not call it a goal. (laughs) You're like, what? And don't say New Year's resolution either because once the New Year hits, your life just keeps going. A new year, yeah, I mean, you might have a fresh start, but it's literally just another part of your life. You know, your life doesn't halt. You don't walk a red carpet and then suddenly, I have a new goal. Especially if one of it's from last year, like grants each new year is kind of like a new stepping point. And in that sense, I get it. But for me, I like to prefer to call my goals instead of a goal as a commitment. I like to say my new year commitments. Uh, First of all, goals, you know, like I kind of said, they're, they're cool and all, but they might be more of a dream and an unrealistic expectation that you set for yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to go to gym. Okay. So, your goal is a gym. Fine. You go to gym, and I think the statistics were every 5 months people quit. Like, that's like the longest people should go until they quit. Um, and for me, I don't like the word goal because it doesn't seem really realistic for me. It's not like I'm going to set it in stone and do it. For me, I like the word commitment because I'm invested in it or I'm committed. I am all in or I am out. I can't be lollygaggling, frolicking through the fields. No, I have to be fully set in stone that I'm going to do this. And whether it's, you know, having the right finances for that or, you know, actually already buying that gym pass, I know I'm not going to do it. So unless I get the final steps done to where I have to do it, it's now a commitment. It's not just a dream, it's not just a goal, it's a commitment. So that is my first goal, I, I will not goal, tip, is to call it a commitment. That was a long spiel, I hope you get the gist of that. But um, another thing I wanna point out to you guys is look at your past receipts. Uh, and that seems like a weird tip for these goals or commitments to achieve. Um, If you look at your past receipts and you see, oh, I spent a lot of money at Dunkin' Donuts or, hey, I spent a lot of money going out to eat. And, you know, if one of your goals is to save money or eat healthier or even just stay home more, you might want to look at your receipts and see what you spent money on. Because for me, it's a lot of Wawa, Dunkin', sometimes Walmart for certain stupid things I don't need other than groceries and socks because... You can't have enough groceries and socks let's be honest (laughs) um but you know looking at your receipts and if you kind of forget your receipts or you don't keep them or you don't go through them or you honestly have no idea look at your past photos now what photos are on your phone that gave you know you the idea of what you were doing so oh uh, i see this photo in my photo album hey i was at this restaurant that day i had this drink at this bar whatever it is you know Look at what your past photos reveal about you. Do you like what you're doing? Um, is it healthy for you? Because let's be honest, if you're one of those girls on Instagram, I'm kind of like that sometimes, not always, but it's just it's a little bit. You post what you eat or you post what you do. So if you look on your Instagram, your Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, I don't know, whatever you got and you're like, oh yeah, on this day I did that. You know, you could kind of like figure out, oh, was it really expensive that day? Or was it cheap? Was it in the between? You know? get yourself together and just kind of organize where you figure out where you go and then also another thing is think about your daily habits now how much do you work do you stay at home to work do you go out to a job like at a factory or a business or enterprise whatever kind of job you got do you leave your house basically is what I'm asking um think about what you like to eat, what you like to do, what you invest your time and your soul into. Do you go attend Bible studies? Do you go to dance class? Do you go to gym? Do you go to your uh, significant other's home? Like, what do you do? Like, honestly, what does your life consist of? Because I bet you could kind of narrow it down to what's most important for you. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like 2021 was that year where I really learned what friendships were solid, what um. Things brought me most joy. What things brought me hardships? What things brought me more stress? Let go of that stuff that brings you the stress, and then like narrow down, make a list. Star which ones are most important to you. Like, oh, my best friend, Lillian, or whatever their name is, Susie, whatever generic common name I can think of. Oh, they're most important to me. Oh, have I seen this one friend in a while? No, we don't really talk as much. Okay, so fill in your time for certain things. You know, granted, the year is crazy especially being an adult in your 20s, especially me, being mid-20s, I'm learning that a lot of my friends are either mothers, um, you know, pregnant currently, about to be a mom, um, they're getting married, engaged, and then, like, even my friends who are taking relationships, or even the single ones are focusing on their other uh, people, like their family, uh, their significant other, or maybe they're fully school- or job-driven, and they want to focus on their careers, so, You know sometimes it is harder to hang out with certain friends but if you can narrow down which friends bring you most joy and that you can make time for definitely do Um, but think about your daily habits overall because whatever you do the most you want to kind of accommodate for like say if you're always driving you want to make sure that your car is nice and nifty and on its inspection is all due and you know it's clean and it's healthy for you and you got everything organized hey maybe if it's winter and you get stranded on the road you got stuff in your car for emergency, so those are like my top three things. Look at past receipts, look at best or past photos, and think about your daily habits. Now, another thing that I want to say: um, some of my goals, well, commitments. Sorry, I'm so used to saying it, but I'm trying to like say for you guys to remember. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. But for my commitments, they're very achievable. They are not totally outrageous. I could totally do them. They're made for me. And for my lifestyle okay so number one this is going to be interesting only spend a hundred dollars a week now some of you guys might be saying a hundred dollars a week no that's too much for me like this does not include bills by the way because bills are essential uh this is like going out money you know if i were to go out and do something with friends my goal is to only spend a hundred dollars a week that includes the stuff I'm buying that I don't need, like it could be, I don't know, shoes, books, um, coffee, whatever time I have out and about. Because I feel like if you want to go less than that, it depends on your lifestyle. First of all, it depends where you live. Are you in a city where everything's mad expensive? Because $100 might be cheap to you if you're going out to eat. For me... That's a little pricey if I'm going out to eat. Normally, if it's by myself, it's preferably $15 to $20, 25 at most with a tip. It depends where I'm going. 30 is like, okay, I'm going out to get like multiple food and eat with like some friends. You know, and if you're on a date, it might be 80 bucks. You know, if you and your partner split it or I don't know, but you get my gist. My goal is, or commitment is to only spend $100 a week. Now, if I don't spend the $100 a week, cool, I got extra savings, you know, that can go into my savings account for the bills I actually need to pay. So that is goal number one. Goal number two, I already started and I'm very proud of myself, is to memorize a verse per month. Now, for some people, they like to memorize a Bible verse once a week, one for a day. Let's be honest, I have the attention span of a squirrel. I'm working on it. But also, it's hard to memorize verses for me. Um, so i did memorize two in the past two months one was from jeremiah 17 verses 7 and 8 and then the other one was from john uh one chapters or verses six to nine so i memorized those verses and for this month i want to memorize what was it from philippians 4 chap yeah chapter 4 verses 11 to 13. so if you guys are interested in learning the same uh bible verses If you definitely want to memorize the same ones, let me know. I'll probably post them too. Um, But yeah, so memorizing a verse per month, I feel like it's an achievable goal. One, it helps me learn scripture. Two, it's also kind of applied to what I'm going through in the month, or maybe I'm just like inspired by it. And then another thing is I try to memorize the Bible verses that are visual to me. like If they paint a picture, I have more of an easier time memorizing it. And I think it's something everyone should do, whether it involves reading a Bible uh, chapter a day or, you know, meditating on certain verses. It could be reading Proverbs. It could be reading Psalms. It could be reading the Bible in order. Whatever biblical goal you have set for yourself, just do it because I know I'm guilty of not knowing scripture. Like, I could paraphrase things. Like, if I have a certain verse in my head, like, oh, be slow to to anger, quick to listen, and slow to speak. You know, that Bible verse may not be in order, but I paraphrased it. Now, do I remember where it's from? Nada. (laughs) So, that is why I need to memorize verses so I remember where they're from. And then also, I normally do prefer memorizing scripture in NLT version, the New Living Translation, but you can memorize scripture in any format and any um, translation because... I know certain ones for me stick, like the last two I list, uh, memorized were from NLT, but this one that I'm memorizing right now for this month is CSB, Christian Standard uh, Version. Yeah, no, Christian, but wait, CSB, Christian Standard Version. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Bear with me. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's really good to know, one, for you to apply to your real life situations, but also because it's important to know scripture. Uh, Number three is to make my coffee and my tea at home before I buy more. I don't know about y'all, but I have so many Tarani coffee syrups. I have so many uh, tea leaves, uh, both in packets and then like in the individual packs where you just, you know, put it in like little baggie and scoop it and all that jazz. But I have so many coffee and teas at home that I really need to go through them before I buy more. And it's such... A cluster, I almost said a bad word. It's just a lot going on right now. Like I have so many like different bags and little bins and tin cans full of them. So I really just got to finish what I have, and then move from there. Now, Grant said it's good to have tea for your sore throat, for your you know your stomach health. Like fine, you know, have a little bit of different teas for different things. But go through them before you buy another, and don't be that person like, oh, I want to get the sample packet because you know. I could just you know try all of them but what if you don't like all of them be intentional with what you buy and then try not to spend money on the things that you already have please do it for your sake and both mine i need to work on that um another thing kind of goes with number three is to one switch to decaf and i know there's many of you who are gasping right now because you're like decaf yuck what's the point of that there's no caffeine first of all Um, I've been noticing that certain things break me out, or maybe I just rely on them too much, and caffeine is definitely one of them. I should not have to rely on caffeine for energy. Now, granted, it tastes good. Don't get me wrong. I love my coffee, but decaf, I'm slowly switching it over. So, it's not as bad as you think. I swear it's not that gross. It tastes like coffee. It's still coffee, just without the caffeine. And, like, normally for me, I still add my syrup, I still add my, uh, you know, almond milk, my oat milk, whatever kind of thing I prefer to make it sweeter because I can't just drink coffee black. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's so bitter and I'm just like, bleh. <laughs> my boyfriend can do it, but not me. No, I'm, it's just disgusting. But no, decaf, it honestly makes me a lot less jittery. I don't shake. Okay, I'm not saying I shake every time I have a coffee, but you know, most of the time if I have a lot of caffeine in a day, I start to kind of get like shaky. And you know the feeling when you're kind of sort of tipsy? Like things just are like, woo! Yeah, that's me with too much caffeine. <laughs> so I'm trying to switch over to decaf. It, it's working. And normally too, I have these packets I got from an organic natural food store. It's dandelion leaf packets. So you just put them in hot or cold water and you stir it and it looks like coffee smells like coffee a little bit but it's not coffee so either decaf or that I, which i use and just try to be healthier with my joint um my my joint <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to say trying to be healthier with my choices of drink there we go i don't know what i said joint yeah you gotta be healthy with your joints what kind of joint the legal joint or your body joint <laughs> anyway too much too much okay moving back backtracking here um another thing that i have set for myself commitment wise is to not spend more than 20 minutes a day on social media now this is one thing i've struggled with so much one too much blue light is not good for your eyes or your health two (laughs) i just want to be on social media less because honestly this past year it pisses me off like i'm not going to put any other, other way it just makes me so stressed and mad and sad and granted Honestly, social media is not that bad. It's not a bad thing when it's used for good or you have certain amount of limited time on it. But when you start thinking, oh, why can't I do that with my day? Oh, I'm stuck here doing this. So this is not as comparable as this person's. And again, comparison is the thief of happiness, but it's just also not healthy to be on your phone all the time. And that includes your tablet, that includes your TV, that includes whatever other source of blue light, social media, TV, other people's lives, you know, affecting you, you get my gist, right? But I feel like 20 minutes is a good reasonable time because I could do it, you know, 10 minutes one morning, 10 minutes a night, you know, like I try not to do uh, my phone. I try not to be on my phone before bed because then it keeps me up longer. But regardless, social media can be toxic for you if you've consumed too much of it. And it takes time away from your family. It takes time away from your friends because sometimes my family would talk to me And I'd be like, why are they talking to me? I'm trying to read this post. Like, my family could be gone the next day, okay? Your family could be gone the next day. For those of you who have lost family members, I'm sure you could agree that losing family members is much worse than losing your time on your phone, okay? So spend time with your family, be willing to listen to your family and your friends, and get off your phone. Get off the damn phone. You don't need it, okay? So just give yourself a certain time on social media day. Because let's be honest, sometimes other people's posts do inspire me. And they're like, oh yeah, now I want to work out. Oh, now I want to go do this, you know. So I'm not saying social media is completely bad. But when you're on it constantly, you need a new hobby, kid. Just saying. (laughs) Alright, so next one. I kind of lost track with what number I'm on. Because I didn't write down the numbers. So the next one that I wrote down was to drive slower (laughs) you're probably just thinking this is such a random one why would you want to drive slower um my problem is that when i get mad stressed or i'm just anxious i drive pretty quickly and i'm like i just need to slow down and enjoy the scenic views i'm in the mountains for crying out loud i should enjoy the sunsets and the clouds and whatever else is around first of all if you're driving slower you kind of normally catch the deer's about to cross the road you know But regardless, regardless, I think for me, when I was reading the book, The uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Homer, by the way, such a good book, you should read it. Um, He mentioned driving slower. And I think I need to do that more. One, because I don't want to get pulled over for speeding. But two, you know, just be more relaxed when I drive. Um, I think that's a good one too. Just drive slower. It saves lives. And also because, you know, you get to relax more enjoy the car ride enjoy the you time that you get by yourself if you're driving by yourself if you have kids i'm sure you're not gonna get moments of quiet unless they're asleep so <laughs> moving on um this one i had on my uh, new year's resolutions last year my goal or commitment this year is to keep my car clean so i don't know about you it's a bad habit of mine I normally don't keep, like, a trash can in my car, I normally just have, like, plastic bags, but sometimes I don't have them in my car, or at least in the passenger seat where I could easily grab, um, so I kind of just stuff some of my trash in the car door little pocket area there, you know what I'm talking about, so... Yeah, um, I got to stop doing that. So I also got to start taking my car to the car wash more often, at least once a month and taking it and getting it cleaned. I know winter, it's kind of hard because there's so much snow and salt and you got ice and it's a little bit more difficult to get your car washed when it's freezing cold outside. But when it's like a nice lukewarm day or it's summer, whatever kind of season it is, minus winter, um, unless your winter is non-existent like ours is right now here. But either way, keep your car clean. It's good for your health. good for your sanity and for me I just need to keep it cleaner because I don't have that much stuff in it but again I get lazy sometimes just put stuff in the side of my car door and I call it a day and I leave it sit there or I leave like my old um for example like my cups there the plastic cups from either smoothie king or from Duncan so you know it's a bad habit so keep your car clean folks And have a trash can or some kind of, like, area where you could throw your trash out cleanly and precisely and neatly, and you get the gist. So keeping my car clean is a huge one. My next New Year's commitment is to read more books. Now, I love books. I'm very proud that I love to read books. It's my best qualities. I love to read. (laughs) I will love to talk about books with you. There's probably a million other books I have not read yet, but that's the thing about books. They never run out. And they're also great because you can read things from different eras. And honestly, it's just fun. If you want to read an autobiography, you can read that. Want to read a book about mystery and murder, you can read that. Want to read a book about suspense romance, read that. Like, honestly, I used to love reading so much. Uh, that's all I did in high school. It's all I do now. Although I feel like my one goal last year was to read 52 books, which was one book a week. I look at that now. I'm like, you know, that's a really good book goal that I set for myself but it's not really realistic or maybe if it was realistic I wouldn't be working so much and my job I can't you know escape it I can't say no hey no I can't do this I can't work this 40 hour week or 50 hour week or whatever it is so you know reading books whatever amount of books I read this year is what I read I just think it's an accomplishment to read more than I say 30 books 30 is like okay I could do that easily for me maybe 40 might be harder but 54 books or 52 53 whatever weeks are in a year that's a little bit harder for me because it's hard to you know not be focused at work I have to be focused at work unless I read on my off days but most of the time unless it's winter I don't really want to be inside reading and constantly I want to be outside so regardless read more books um let's see do, 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 do. Another thing that I had set in mind for myself for my New Year's goal or commitment is to not spend money on clothes and makeup. Now, granted, I'm still going to spend money on probably clothes and makeup, yeah, but not things I don't need. Like, if I run out of a product, fine. If that's my, like, holy grail product, that's the product I always go back to, then, yeah, I'll buy it because I'm out. But otherwise, I don't need that extra eyeshadow palette. It just looks like, ooh, pretty. I need it. No, I'm not going to buy money on that. I already have too many. And I've had some from like three plus years ago. So I'm pretty sure I'm set. I know you're supposed to replace your makeup, you know. uh, Which leads me to my next step. I'll get there in a second. But if you have enough, you don't need more. (laughs) Just saying. Just be cautious on what you spend your money on. Like I said with the receipt thing. Keep your receipts. Know what you spend money on know what you shouldn't, you know, spend money on. But yeah, moving on to the next commitment of 2022 is to look at my makeup, um, expiration dates. Now this kind of also goes with my food. I just want to say, look at your expiration dates of everything. Look at your food, look at your makeup, <laughs> make sure that the old stuff gets thrown out because when you can get sick or two, it's not good for your skin anymore. Um, moving on to the next commitment that was really easy my next commitment of 2022 is to eat more food at home one it goes with spending less money out but then it's also healthier i know what i'm buying i know what's in the certain ingredient and guys by making more food at home it means i have to cook i don't cook very often (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you i don't cook i mean I'm getting better at it and it's easy sometimes to follow certain like, you know, recipes and directions. Fine. But I'm just not creative. Like if you ask me to make something on top of my head, I am not to need a recipe unless it's like soup or some kind of easy salad or something you make every day like grilled cheese. I don't know. I really have no idea. So <laughs> um, I'm not really good at it, but you know, I got to get better at that. I got to get wifey-fied, you know, get wifey material, come in here, you know, just make my own food more often. Um, but the thing is though, your food is not going to be as good as the other person's food right away, especially if you don't cook. So if it's not as good as that restaurant and you had that meal at, just give yourself some credit and some slack, you know, but that's one of my, uh, new year's goals slash commitments this year is to, you know, make food at home more often, spend less money going out. The kind of, the whole money thing is a big commitment this year is so just be more diligent with it. But yeah, so... Moving on, where's the other list? I like wrote um, my list on two different pieces of paper, bear with me. All right, so the next one is a very easy one that you all can achieve. You want to know what it is? Being aware of my surroundings. I bet you could do it too. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes we're just in our own little world. We're so focused on our music or looking at something on our phone or whatever it may be. That we don't really pay attention to our surroundings that well so mine is just to pay better attention to everything around me i've been very good at this the past year i think i've been doing better but there are times where i have my dumb moments where like oh i didn't realize that that happens and people look at me like i'm crazy i'm like you didn't know this happened down the street you didn't hear that or didn't see it i'm like oh okay whoops (laughs) so just being more aware of my surroundings especially when you're a young woman in this world just another thing carry something on you if you don't have like an alarm or you know a tracker on you in case something happens to you or you know self-defense weapon or something that you could use for self-defense make sure you have one on you um i've been more diligent lately with carrying my birdie on me now if you don't know what a birdie is it's this little alarm that goes off it has like a strobe light i bought it for 30 bucks on she's birdie.com And if you guys want the link, I'll probably link that down below. It's not sponsored whatsoever, but I really love them because it makes me feel safer when I'm by myself, whether I'm hiking or just my everyday life, whether I'm in the Walmart parking lot, pay attention to where you are and carry that on you and you'll feel a lot better. All right, so my next 2022 commitment is to be less uh, divided. Um, You're probably thinking, oh, that could be... That could be applied to, like, being less divided with people, your loved ones, or anything else. For me, it's more so having no distractions during prayer time and no distractions during my Bible study. So, being less divided means being less divided-minded. You know, like, I can't be reading my Bible and then also be listening to a video on YouTube or a podcast when I'm trying to do Bible study. No. Like, this time is meant for the Lord And no one else is going to have this time because this is my commitment time to Him. Now that could be an hour of your day. That could be a half an hour every day. It might be just be 15 minutes. Do not be so distracted by everything else around you. Be solid. Be there. Be fully present with all your spirit, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, and focus on God. Now, I'm preaching to you because I'm preaching to myself too because I've been struggling with that sometimes. I'm like, oh, I want to say this prayer. Oh, let me get distracted by everything else around me. Oh, I want to listen to this uh, sermon. Oh, there's a new Instagram video I just saw. I want to watch the rest of it. No, focus on the Lord then and now. If you have your Bible out, you have your notes, you have your you know Bible study, whatever it may be, you are paying attention right then and there. Um, it's like kind of like going to church and just being on your cell phone the whole time. Don't do that either. If you're one of those people, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> but no, my goal is just to be... Fully present with the Lord, fully there when I do my Bible studies. And another tip is to turn off your cell phone. Seems simple enough, right? There's a button, you just press down, on it, you swipe, you gotta do whatever, you just press a button. Whatever works, turn your cell phone off. Just turn it off. Don't be distracted. Ooh. Don't mind me, I had to take a sip of tea. My throat's getting a little, a little scratchy. Don't worry. It ain't nothing serious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so those are my goals slash commitments for 2022. I don't know if you guys have anything similar to that. You guys might be laughing at some of the ones I had. They might be so simple, but there's stuff that I really got to just get into more. Now, you know, I feel like everyone's goals is to eat healthier, um, you know, stay healthier as general workout, you know, and that could be so broad. Just narrow down your specific goals. Like, hey, you know, I want to do the goal of You know, saving this amount of dollars. I want to do the goal of doing this many crunches. I want to have the goal of not consuming these certain products anymore. If you need to slowly eliminate stuff from your life, that's okay too. If you need to slowly bring in stuff into your life, that's fine as well. So just focus on where your priorities lie, what brings you most joy, what makes you healthiest, both mind, body, spirit, etc. You get the gist. But yeah. Another thing I just realized is I've I've been saying the word gist a lot today. I swear I normally don't say this much. (laughs) I really don't. But, um, no, before we go, I just want to read one more verse, too. Um, this is more applied for, you know, again, the Bible is for those who love Jesus, but it's also for everyone else, too. So I encourage you, if you want to read the Bible, please do. But I have one more Bible verse. Let me just flip over to the pages. One second. All right, there we go. So if you guys wanna read a verse with me, it's from Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse eight. Again, Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse eight. It says, finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. All right, one more time. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. Now, take it how you want, but when I read this verse, I think that it's awesome to finish something it feels so much better when you finish something, but to finish something, you have to start it. Um, and then also, don't let your pride get in the way. Remain patient, remain steadfast, and just focus on the goal that you want to achieve. And don't get too prideful. Don't think, oh, I'm going to get this so easily. No, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but the best hard work is worth it. For whatever the farmer plans is what he gets back. So the bigger crop that you you know plant the better crop you're going to get back now i forget which verse that's from i kind of paraphrased it but that's also another good one if anyone knows it please let me know actually hold on let me figure that out this is really gonna bother me until i figure that one out all right so the verse i'm thinking of is from second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6. it says remember this A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. It's like the saying that says you get what you give. So the more you plant, the harder you plant, the more prosperous it gets, the better it gets, the more rewarding it gets. All right, I think that's the end of this episode. So if you guys enjoyed it, please uh, like this episode reshare it post it in your social media uh whatever works share it for friends share it for family and thank you guys so much for tuning in I hope to do more episodes this year than I did last year last year was about 19 episodes and it was a good start don't get me wrong it's a really good start but I have so much more in store for this podcast and I hope you guys liked it and hope you guys have a beautiful blessed day bye y'all <music>